0: Heavenly greetings in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, the Lord be with your spirit. Thank you so much for joining me here for another divine lecture on the University of God. I hope you have your notebook ready, your pen ready, your Bible ready, and most importantly, your heart ready. Because today I want to speak to you heart to heart. Many of us ask the question, what is God's will for my life? How do I know what God wants me to do? every day why am i here are you asking that question today Hmm. the great biblical character moses he grew up in pharaoh's palace but it was when he discovered the truth that he was a hebrew slave that he stepped out into the direction of god's calling for his life and the journey towards his divine destiny began it was a journey through pain through weakness through the desert, through preparation, until so finally he received God's calling for his life to become a great prophet and the deliverer of God's people. Hmm. Do you see yourself the way God sees you? What do you see when you look at yourself? Do you see what Jesus sees? That is the question. Or are you still asking in your heart, Why am I here? Does God really have a plan for my life? The journey to your destiny starts with the truth. Not my truth, not your truth, not a truth, but the truth. When Pilate asked Jesus Christ, what is truth? Jesus was silent. Why? Because Jesus knew that Pilate's heart could not understand at that point. The answer to that question. You see, Jesus was silent because truth cannot be proven, it can only be discerned. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. But Jesus knew that the heart of Pilate could not understand if he'd answered like that. Therefore, he remained silent. And Jesus knew that God's time and purpose would act upon us all. And Pilate's response in that situation, as part of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, is all part of God's divine agenda today. So what do we mean? Let's go to the Bible, the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 33 from verse three. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, which you do not know. You do not know. That's difficult for us. We like to know what's happening in our lives. We like to know what's happening tomorrow, the next day, the next year, the next 10 years. Uncertainty and worry about the future destroys our sense of judgment. Many of us, we're so concerned about tomorrow that we can't actually live our life today. We can't live in the present because we're concerned about tomorrow. You see, the promise of God is that when we come to him, he will reveal to us things that, great and mighty things that we don't know. This means that God has a plan for you which is beyond what you can imagine. God's agenda for your life might not be where you want to go. God's agenda for your life might not be what you want to do. But remember, there's no state of being as rewarding as living in tune with Jesus Christ. So how do we know God's agenda for our life? That is what I want to encourage you with this morning. How do we know God's agenda for your life? Well, we have to believe that the Bible is true. And the Bible is full of promises for our life. Every part of our life, the Bible has a promise. And if God has promised to reveal to us things that we don't know, it means that God has purposely kept us in the dark concerning future events. Why? So that we'll reverence him. But if you take a moment to look over your life and think back, all the trajectory of your life from when you were born until now, I believe you'll realize that God designs and arranges events that continue to unfold until his purpose is revealed in your life. Yes, the journey to your destiny starts with the truth. Are you ready to accept the truth? The voice of the truth is not the easiest voice to hear. You know, the enemy, the adversary, The enemy of our soul, Satan, he does not want you to discover God's agenda for your life. He does not want you to follow God's agenda for your life. That is why he continues to speak lies to your heart. And the voice of the lie is often louder. The way of the lie is often smoother to tread. In fact, it's the easiest way to take. And what is the voice of that lie? Well, it can be telling you that your actions have no consequences. Your life is worthless. You can do what you want and it doesn't matter. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus is concerned about the little things of your life. Yes, it does matter because God wants to be involved in every part of your life. So let's start today. God wants to be involved in every single decision that you make. That is how God communicates his agenda to your heart. Remember, it's a free spirit that you need to discover God's agenda and walk in it. So stop listening to the father of lies and start listening to the voice of truth. Remember, the voice of truth is often quiet. The voice of truth is often silent because truth cannot be proven. It can only be discerned. And how do we know the truth? Because remember, the journey to our destiny, the journey towards God's agenda for your life starts with the truth in your heart. What is the truth? Well, let's take a look at the life of Apostle Paul. The journey towards his divine destiny started with the truth of revelation. When Jesus Christ appeared to him on the way to Damascus and he suddenly realized who he was. He saw himself that he was actually destroying God's agenda for his life by destroying Christ's chosen people. Although he thought he was doing his best to serve God in his religious fervor. When you discover the truth, you'll see where your true light comes from. That is why you actually see yourself as you are and what you can truly become. From then on in his life, Apostle Paul followed God's agenda for his life. Yes, step by step by step, he was sensitive to the Spirit of God. The first step in knowing your calling, your destiny, is getting to know God better by reading his word and developing your relationship every day with the Holy Spirit. So do take time to sit at Jesus' feet and hear from him, because that is how you can get started on the way to your destiny. I want to tell you that God has a plan for you. You might doubt in your heart and say, does God really have a plan for me? Remember, the Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse 10, let's read together. Let's go to Ephesians 2 verse 10, see what Apostle Paul tells us. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hmm. How does that strike your heart? That means that God has prepared good works for you to do. It's not just for you to randomly wake up and live your life how you want it. No, God has prepared good works for you to do. That means the question now is, how do we know the good works that God has prepared for us to do? This scripture is a great encouragement to me when I realize that God has already prepared me before he put me in the fire of life. Before I face every challenge in my life, God has prepared me and equipped me for the good work that he has set before me. I want to tell you something. The purpose of your life will never be fulfilled without heat of trials. Without difficulty, without persecution, without suffering, without trials and tribulations and temptation. Many times what we see as completely opposite to the plan of God for our life is actually is actually a way of being fulfilled. It's on it's on the way to the fulfillment of God's plan for our life. What do I mean? Well, look at Paul and Silas in the prison cell. It looked like an abortion of God's plan for their lives when they were imprisoned for preaching the gospel yet when they were released and their chains were loosed the gospel was promoted more than they could ever hope or imagine god proved himself in their lives you see your god is a god that never dodges crisis that is our god that is jesus christ and he has planned good works for you so how do we know these good works well it comes back to your spirit Your heart. What is the state of your heart right now? Are you worried? Remember what we said. Worry distorts our sense of judgment. We can't think straight. Do you have offense, pain of the past in your heart? If you filter your life through offense, you can't reason properly. You can't reach your full potential. You can't do what God has created you to do. If you're held by envy and jealousy, if you're always comparing yourself to others, many times you're following God's goal for someone else instead of God's goal for your life. How many of us, we spend our life doing activities that someone else chose for us instead of the good works that God has planned for us? Well, how do we hear and know God's agenda? Through his word and by his spirit. This is the best way that you can know your calling and your God's agenda for your life. Because God speaks to us through his word and by his spirit. Remember, when your heart is free, there's a great connection between your heart and the spirit of God. Because it's your conscience that the Holy Spirit speaks to, to show you the way as you go through life, following God's agenda. Remember that God has purposely kept us in the dark so that we might reverence him. If you knew what was to happen in the next five years, the next ten years, maybe you would relax and say, Okay, God has it all planned for me. I don't need to do anything. No. But what is your role every day? Your role every day is to follow the leading of God's Spirit. That is how Apostle Paul lived his life. What a wonderful example. After he received that truth of revelation and he saw himself as truly God saw him, that he was a sinner in need of divine salvation and forgiveness, then everything changed for him. And he began to follow his heart The point of the Spirit in everything that he did. The suggestion of the Spirit. Remember the time that he wanted to go to Asia on a missionary journey? There's nothing wrong with that. Many of you would say that's a good thing to do. But the Holy Spirit did not allow him because it was not in God's agenda for his life. But that night, after he'd obeyed, he received a vision and dream from the people of Macedonia saying, Come and help us. And he went. And God's Spirit went with him. And there was great success and grace. There's a great lesson for us in this. We could fill our lives so full that we even jam God out. What do I mean by that? We jam our lives full full of activities. And these activities could sometimes be good Christian activities. Or maybe things that we think can better our life. That can make us a more fulfilled and happy person. But we should not fall into the trap of filling our lives so full that we push God out of our life. And how do we push God out of our life when we forget that we're a servant of God? That we're supposed to be following his instructions and directions and revelation for every day of our life. It all goes back to how do we hear the voice of God? It's in our heart we hear the voice of God. God speaks to our heart through his word and by his spirit. So how do we tune our heart and our spirit to recognize his voice and listen to it? Well, each time you obey the word of God, let me tell you something. Each time you act on the word of God, something enters your heart that increases your assurance. Something enters your heart that increases your, your confidence in God. Because the word of God is a, is a spiritual force. It quickens us spiritually. It quickens us spiritually and produces a spiritual force inside our heart called faith. And faith is what you're gonna need to get to your destination. (laughs) The best place you can ever be is in faith. Many of you might say, well, I wish I lived in a different country. I wish I was born in a different environment. I wish I had a different job. I wish I could do something else, what other person, what someone else is doing. The best place you could ever be is in faith because faith is your connection to God. And you need faith to get to your destination. So, right now let's recap. The journey to your destination, the journey to your calling and destiny in God starts with the truth. Are you ready today to realize the truth about your life? The truth may hurt, but Jesus said, the truth will set you free. And what is the truth? The truth is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And when you see your life, in the light of his word, and when you see yourself as he sees you, you'll realise that there's no limit to what you can achieve in God. Look at Prophet Elijah in that time when famine swept the land and so many people were in need of help. God did not send him to help every widow in the land of Israel, no. But for a specific widow who was not even in the land of Israel, what does this mean? This means that God has planned good works for you to do, he has sent you to specific people. In the same way, God has sent specific people to you. Imagine a great orchestra where everyone's playing an instrument. Your instrument might be a harp, it might be a big grand piano, it might be a huge double bass or a cello, it might be a tiny triangle that you just hit like this. But in the harmony of God's divine master plan, you just need to play your part at the point when God wants you to play and you become part of that amazing, beautiful harmony. So if you ask yourself, I'm only doing this, I'm only playing the triangle. When you're doing it at God's time and in God's way, it becomes part of the beautiful harmony of the sound of God's master plan in the world. There's no state of being as rewarding as living in tune with God. I can tell you from my own experience, there's nothing as exciting as following God's projects for your life. It connects you with people who God has sent to your life and who you can help and they can help you. That is the beauty of living in God's agenda. So I want to encourage you, don't compromise and conform to the pattern of this world, thinking that, well... Life is about material possessions, life is about money. If you concentrate only on those things, a large slice of life will pass you by. For you to know God's agenda for your life, you have peace of heart. Let me use another example from Apostle Paul's life. What about the thorn in his flesh that he was tormented with? We don't know the thorn in his flesh, we don't know what it was for, but we knew that he wanted that thorn removed And he thought that that thorn was an obstacle in his service of God. But what happened? When he received the revelation from God that, no, that thorn is part of my agenda. I allowed that thorn in your life. Grace came. Revelation came. Peace of heart came. And he was able to go stronger with God. The same happens for your life. If you know that the situation that you're going through is allowed by God, that you receive a peace in your heart and you can come out stronger. You You can march on with God, knowing that it's part of God's divine agenda. This is the mystery of our relationship with Jesus on our way to eternity. To a man and a woman of faith, nothing is lacking while everything is necessary. What does this mean? It means that everything in your life is necessary if you're obeying God's word in your heart. Because God will continue to point you in the direction of his agenda for your life. If you're sensitive to the spirit of God. What an exciting life. You might not have everything planned. You might have one plan, but God might have another plan for you. And remember, God's agenda for your life might not be where you want to go. When I was growing up, I never imagined that one day I would have, I will be part of a ministry like this. University of God I never imagined that I never even imagined that I would go to Nigeria for so many years and serve under prophet TB Joshua developing my relationship with Jesus Christ it never even occurred to me but God knew God knew that the person that I would marry God knew everything about my life which means that we just need to relax in the precious arms of the Holy Spirit and know that God has a divine purpose and plan for our life. And don't worry when you see maybe other people succeeding around you, getting to a place of success where you might measure it as success. Maybe before you, maybe they're married and you're not married. Maybe they have a job that you would like to have and you don't have. Maybe they have a settled life that you would love to have. Remember, don't ever compare yourself to others because the way and manner God executes his plan in our lives differs. The most important thing is that we're in God's agenda. So it's time for you to ask yourself, am I following God's agenda for my life? Or do you want to take control of your own life? Right now, give the control of your heart to God. Give the control of your life to God. Because no one knows you better than the one who created you. And he's created good works for you. Good works for you. So now, your prayer should be every day. God, with your guidance, help me to do the things which you designed for me to do instead of rushing through activities that someone else chose. Take time out every day to sit at the feet of Jesus and ask him, what do you want me to do today? Remember the greatest call of your life, the greatest purpose of your life is to glorify God in every situation. There can be a way which seems right to man, the book of Proverbs 14 says, but in, in the end it leads to death. That's the way of the lie. That's the broad path. God doesn't want you to get to the end of that path, the end of your life, and say, "Ah, oh, I should have been. I would have been, I could have been. No, because remember it's only the living that can praise God. We serve God with our lives. Whilst you have breath in your lungs, whilst you can wake up in the morning, whilst you are alive, you have the gift of life. Serve God with your life. Don't give the best of your life to the world and come to God when you're you're tired, you're sick, you're exhausted. You're about to die. Serve God with your life now. Give the best of your life to God now. Serve him with your talents, your gifts, your time, your energy, your effort, your love, your strength. This is what God needs from you. And as you do that, God will be renewing you. That's the secret of a life in Christ. When you give for God's sake, you'll receive more of whatever you give. Plant love and you receive love. The key to a successful life is to learn how to plant, not just planting your money, planting your time, your love, your effort, your strength, your obedience. So don't wait for a more convenient day to start following God's agenda for your life. (laughs) Remember, the enemy of your soul does not want you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. He wants you to fill your life so full that you push God out of your life and you don't find out what God wants you to do. Don't let that happen to you. You are uniquely, fearfully and wonderfully made and God has a plan for your life. He wants you to be one with a difference. He wants you to live in tune with him. He wants you to walk hand in hand with him. And he wants you to have a, def- to a strong relationship with him, which is possible. So don't condemn yourself. Stop listening to the lie. Satan is the father of lies. Stop listening to him and listen to the voice of truth. How can you listen to the voice of truth? In your heart, with a free spirit. Free your heart of every weight and ask God to come into your heart, to come into your spirit and to guide you to do the activities that he's designed for you to do. Yes, he has designed activities for you to do, people for you to meet, people for you to serve, projects for you to undertake. There's nothing greater than working with God's projects. Because when you're working with God's projects, you will see that God will give you the energy, the inspiration, the revelation to come out with something new and different. (laughs) You say you want to be original. I hear that so many times. I want to be original. I want to do something new. The only way you can be original is with God. Because God has a divine plan for your life. And when you have a free spirit, there is nobody and there can never be anybody quite like you. You're the greatest product the Holy Spirit so don't compare yourself to others treasure God's Word in your heart because when you have God's Word in your heart you'll see yourself as God sees you like Moses he thought he was a son of Pharaoh he grew up in the palace believing that that was what he was but it's when he saw himself clearly that he was a slave a Hebrew slave and his people were suffering that he realized that no God has a plan for my life. And when God came to him with the divine calling, he was scared. He said, no, not me, choose someone else. God said, no, no more excuses, Moses. Just get your rod and walk with Jesus. That's what he said. Why? Everything in he had in his hand was enough to fulfill the agenda of God for his life. You might be sitting there thinking, I have nothing. I don't have money. I don't have opportunities. What do I have? Look at your hands. Whatever you have in your hands right now is enough to walk in God's agenda for your life. Someone somewhere needs what you possess. Thank you so much for joining me for this encouragement today, this divine lecture all about God's agenda. And I believe your faith has been lifted up that you know that God created you for a purpose. God has a divine plan for your life. Don't ever doubt that. It's true that maybe we can go off course sometimes. You have to come back. Many times that's why God allows troubles, tribulations and trials in our life. So we can reset our focus onto his agenda for our life. So that we can reset our heart on God's plan for our life. So take a moment now to reset your heart and direct your focus on God's plan for your life. Because God knows best. He created you. He knows the best life partner for you. He knows the best job for you. And you might say, well, I just have to do something. Yes, God can work through the circumstances of life. In fact, God does work through the circumstances of your life. It's not for for everything to be perfect. No, because remember, the purpose of your life can never be fulfilled without heat of trials. Yes, don't forget that. This world is not perfect. That is why remember that the enemy of your soul does not want you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. That is why he will put up a fight. That is why you need God. You need God in your waking, in your walking, in your talking. You need him to discover God's agenda for your life. So let's pray together because I believe you and me together in the name of Jesus can stop Satan from taking your focus off God's agenda for your life. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the creator of heaven and earth and you created me. Forgive me for not believing that you have a plan and a divine agenda for my life. Lord Jesus Christ, give me the patience and the faith to see my life the way you see it, to see myself the way you see me. Lord Jesus Christ, give me the guidance, guide me every day so I can be sensitive to your spirit and follow the activities that you've chosen for me, rather than rushing through activities that someone else has chosen for my life. Lord Jesus, let me only know your will. Give me the grace to obey your will and follow your agenda for my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today for this divine lecture all about God's agenda. Here at the University of God, our heart is for you to get deeper in your relationship with God. No matter how busy you are, no matter how how little time you have, you always have enough time to pray in your heart and to treasure his word in your heart. We can't wait to hear your testimony of how this message has impacted you. Go over the Bible scriptures, study the life of Apostle Paul, the life of Moses, Read what God's word said to you. Meditate over the Bible passages. And each day we believe you'll begin to see yourself clearer. Don't run away from trials. I just want to give you this last point, this last treasure. Don't run away from difficulties. Many times we run away from the things that actually can strengthen us in our relationship with God. Don't run away from them because trial Persecution, difficulty, it can bring you face to face with who you really are and what you can become. When you know who you really are in Jesus, you know what you can become through His strength, not your strength. So don't rely on yourself, rely on God's strength. And through that trial, through that struggle, you can come out stronger with God's grace. God may have allowed it as part of His divine agenda for your life. Many of the things that we think have nothing to do with God's agenda can be part of the way for the fulfilment of God's plan because God knows best and his ways are not our ways. God bless you. May the Lord be with your spirit forever and we look forward to seeing you again here on the University of God. God bless you.